Brisbane Wakes Up with Steph, Abby and Matt on B105. G'day, guys. Thank you for downloading our podcast. Uh, jam-packed show today. Yes, God. very busy show. We talked to a woman who had 16 children. And she could talk on the phone. <laughs> Where yeah. were all those kids? At they that time. Do you reckon they were all at daycare and school yeah. stuff? Yeah. Maybe she's just got it down packed where she's like, I'm on the phone and this is a serious conversation. Kids never want to chat to you. No, that's true. Until you're on the phone. Yeah, that is true. Eden's homesick at the moment. Mm. She's got mm. bronchitis, which none of us have time for. Nobody's got time for that. Um, and yesterday I had her on the bed with me. She was watching um, the iPad mm-hmm. and I'd given her snacks. We'd done everything because Esther had a meeting that she had to do a full national sales. Everyone from the company dialing in. Mm. Two minutes before she decides, someone's hammering something. I'm not sure if you can hear that. I don't know if you can. Um, Two minutes before it starts, Eden decides she wants to go and see her mum. Mm -hmm. And then so it's like time's ticking down. I can see Esther. I'm I'm like, I've got to get her out of here. I couldn't coax her out with finger painting, ice Mm -hmm. blocks, nothing. So I just had to accept that I had to pick her up and she was going to scream the house down. And I had to sit out on the back deck with her screaming until Esther's thing finished. And I just thought... I hate my life. <laughs> <laughs> There's a little window into your soul. Hey. I don't stop them crying anymore. We sort of just move around it. Like, I, I feel very blessed that the other kids don't say anything yet. See, it doesn't you know matter. I mean? We're like the same. Yeah. I will step over her screaming. I oh, couldn't yeah. care less. Mm. But the problem is Esther was doing a Zoom call. That's mm. the hardest so I, part. I had to get the screaming away yeah. so she could do her work. Only you could mute real life like you could mute <laughs> a, screen, a <laughs> Zoom call. <laughs> yeah. But now we're the same. You th- oh, you're throwing a tantrum. That's cool. I'll just clear some space for you. Where yeah. we go? Mm-hmm. You, you very, very quickly learn the difference between real cry <laughs> and, and fake cry, don't you? Have you ever seen yeah. the kids zone? It's quite a concern. Like, it's really serious. They do silent um, tantrums. Mm. Oh, there yeah. is a name for it. They do silent tantrums and then they hold their breath and they yeah. pass out. Wow. So you can't get them upset because mm. sometimes they actually really can damage themselves. Right. So you try. My sister-in-law's um, nephew does it. Mm. Uh, did it passes out? Yeah. Yeah. Really? Yeah, he does. He just pa- There's a name for passes it. Out. It's like yeah. a goat. Yeah, there's like the silent tantrums, but they just hold their breath right. until they pass out. Mm. Mm. Yeah, because mm. the worst part is not so much the passing it from the breath holding it. See if you hit, they hit the head hit or the something. Head like as that. well. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I've never witnessed it. Mm. I hope you get to see it once. I do like that how goats do it. You know, when a goat gets scared and it just falls like four legs up straight. Boom. No, Doesn't it? Yeah. Oh, I'll that. show you some videos after this. Really? What do they do? Yeah. They just if they get shocked, they just go hoop, thunk. Like they play dead sort of thing or, yeah. they're, or they're actually... And, and they're rigid and they're like, Ugh. yeah. Uh-huh. All yeah. goats or is it just a specific I think it's goat? all goats. I think it's all goats. Wow. Yeah. Anyway. There we go. Another rando fact for you. Um, we talked to Adrian Schrinner, the Lord Mayor, uh, on the podcast today about us getting the Olympics in 2032, which is great. Mm-hmm. He's fun. <clears throat> um, he's on there as well. Um, and a heap of fun. Mm. Lots of fun. All right. Here we go. Play the podcast. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. The International Olympic Committee has the honour to announce that the Games of the 35th Olympiad are awarded to Brisbane, Australia. Uh, and fresh from his celebration bender in Japan, Lord Mayor Adrian Schrinner is on the air with us. Mate, are you a little bit hungover? Oh man! Oh, I, 
I, oh, look, I'm not going to answer that one, okay. but there have been a couple of celebration drinks with the Premier and John Coates, and oh, look, it's just, what a day, Amazing. what a day. It Amazing. is so exciting. I mean, we, at my house, we uh, made it silent so mm-hmm. that we knew that we, if we heard the fireworks, then we had done it, but it's such a, it's a, such a big thing, and it's been in the works for so long, and I know that there was so much controversy of like people going over there for the bid for you and Anastasia, but to bring home um, the Olympics, it's really going to put Brisbane on the map. Oh, yeah. Well, look, when you think about it, there's literally thousands of cities and towns around the world and less than 30 have ever hosted the world's biggest event, the Olympics. Mm -hmm. Brisbane will become one of those. So that puts us in the category of London, Paris, Los Angeles, Mm -hmm. Tokyo. I mean, this city uh, we're in at the moment, it is a global megacity. And Brisbane has this opportunity which doesn't come around in a generation. So uh, we're going to grab it with both hands. We're going to run with it. Uh, it's going to be so good for our city and our state. Mm-hmm. I want to thank the mayors of Southeast Queensland. Without them, this would never have happened six years ago. Uh, the mayors collectively got together. Uh, Graham Quirk was the Lord Mayor of Brisbane at the time. Quirky. And he kicked this off. It was great to be able to take the baton from him and run with it. But, uh, oh, what a day. It is just so exciting for our city and our state. It is amazing. And that is a good point that you make because it won't just be confined to Brisbane. There are always satellite things that go on in other places in the state as well. So it's great for the entire state as a whole. Oh, absolutely. So we'll have 18 of the 32 venues in Brisbane. Mm. But what that means is there's so many other venues that are spread out across the state, across the southeast Queensland region. So this is a joint effort. This is a team effort. The other thing that's been fantastic is to see the three levels of government working together so closely. That never happens. So, mm-hmm. And you're <laughs> so all different awesome parties that. as well, you know. So that, That's that, right. That's right. <laughs> we've seen all the premiers around the country having their little slapsies about the I joint. I did like that. So. Sport can bring everyone together, yes. even in politics. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, it was fascinating. We were going into that presentation uh, yesterday and I, I had a quick look in the mirror on the, door, in the way out the door and my hair was sticking up. And so I quickly got in touch with the Premier. I said, have you got any hairspray I could borrow? <laughs> that is bipartisanship. She gave me the hairspray. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> what does she use? Extra stronghold? Or does she, she like to It was extra hair. stronghold. Yeah. And yeah. it worked. Yeah, that's good. Mate, um, the thing that, you know, you always hear with the Olympics too is that, you know, the city, when no one can say Brisbane is a big country town anymore because we're going to get um, even more infrastructure that the city deserves. Is it true that oh, there yeah. will be another M1, a second M1 between the Gold Coast and Brisbane, and I hope maybe even another Bruce between the sunny coast and here? Oh, there's a lot of projects on the go. Big big upgrades to road roads and transport. That's something that's being worked through with the federal and state government. The federal government's agreed to put in a big lick of funding. Uh, so there's a joint arrangement between the federal government and the state government and there's going to be good projects to flow out of it. So upgrades like you've talked about, better public transport, better facilities, they're all coming. And I imagine that the damage that to the economy that COVID ha- uh, has done, this will offset it somewhat. Oh, yeah, and create a lot of jobs. Mm. The, the estimation is over 100,000 jobs will be created by this, mm. and that is what we need. Uh, it's going to be so good for confidence as well. Uh, there's going to be so much investment happening, uh, and you think the property market's going berserk already. Just wait and see what will happen yeah. for the next few years. 
Uh, we've been talking this morning what the mascot should be. Has there been any discussions about that? We were saying bring back Matilda, perhaps, because we found her. She's at a servo at the moment. <laughs> no, well, look, that, that decision hasn't been made, but I'm sure there's going to be a lot of submissions and a lot of different views on what that should be. That is a controversial decision. That's who, a hard decision. Who makes make, that so, decision, well, actually? Well, uh, the organising committee of the Games uh, will be set up within um, a few months um, and there'll be special legislation put in place through the parliament to to get all this structure in place. But there's going to be the three levels of government. There's going to be a whole range of different stakeholders. Uh, so, yeah, it'll be decided by committee, which... Mm. How do we get on yeah, that? You know, that? Can Stab Abby and Matt be on it? You'll be able to submit it. They would open it yeah, up to submissions. Up to they normally do for yeah. you to do it. So you yeah. can put in your forex or whatever you want. Put in a good word for me. <laughs> sure to enough. be on the committee. We can volunteer. Yeah. yeah. Happy yeah. to. Happy yeah. to. Do you know who I hope make it? Because the Sydney one, they were so good. And it is a bit far away, but they are, they are a bit old. But Roy and HG. <laughs> oh, back on the television. Yeah. <laughs> they were. Remember that? Put them on the map. Yeah. Oh, hopefully yeah. they will be alive. It's, uh, it's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Love it. Um, and love uh, it. I hope you enjoy your uh, your 14 days in a hotel quarantine because I do know your beautiful wife. And I have to say, although you will be working, you won't have the four kids around. <laughs> well, Nina is a champion, <laughs> she and is. Um, I've been skyping uh, the kids and Nina like multiple times each day, and um, yeah, she's just soldiers on. She's amazing, but. Um, yeah, look, I, I, it's just one of those things. We have to do the quarantine. Um, everyone else has to do it. We have to do it. It's the way it goes. Mate, off the air, let me know what your uh, hotel's going to be. I'll drop a PlayStation or something <laughs> off to you. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it, well, interestingly, the, the quarantine does coincide with the Olympics, so there will be some stuff Yes. To actually have a look at. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, yeah. No, I just what I mean is you don't want to ask your wife to drop off stuff that's going to be fun for you when she's at home alone with the kids. Oh, so, she'll drop off paperwork yeah. or some if sort of thing. <laughs> if you need a brother to sort you out with some stuff that you don't want her to know about, just call me, man. I'll, I'll hook you up, all right? <laughs> Mate, oh, look, you know what? I, I think she's listening right now, so... Um, oh, just jokes, huh? <laughs> just joking. Just, just gamming. Uh, <laughs> no, congratulations. Thank you so much for your hard work. Oh, thanks, guys. Uh, so exciting. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. The Bachelor. <laughs> Hello. Is full of wonderful surprises. Yeah, we caught up with the new Bachelor, Jimmy, and I have to say, he is he's really good bloke. Like, mm. he, he's nice to talk to. Mm, he was a lovely chap. I feel bad. I, I made jokes about his appearance when that first um, photo came out. Yeah. And then when we met him yesterday, he was so nice. I but, was like, oh, I'm a dick. But he took it on board. He owned it. He said it was such a bad photo. I don't know why anyone applied. It was a weird photo. He knows it. Out. He's a good guy. And you know why he's a good guy? Because he comes from a good home. And I have to say, last night there were a lot of comments because they do a bit of a tour of what he wants, you know, and speaks to his family. His family are in love. He's got his sister. Now he's on this, uh, he's out in the front decking of this McMunchen, which is down on the coast, but it's right on the water. So Mm. it overlooks all the coast. Mm -hmm. And he's sitting there with his beautiful dog, who's pretty perfect too. What sort of dog? It's a border collie. Marry him. Yeah. Well, this is the this is the issue with this show. They what, always have like the guy from the perfect family looking for the perfect thing. Yeah. This was him. Family is important to me. I've got a really close family. My parents are madly in love, and that's exactly what I want. 
Someone posted saying, can we just get a battery that grew up in a house, oh, parents are de facto and broken. <laughs> I, I thought that when I saw him make that comment. I was saying to Abs, I was like, you never see them go on there and be like, yeah, my parents didn't really like each other that much, so if I get that, I'm cool with it. You know, that's just yeah. marriage. My mum's been divorced eight times, so, you know, I could go on multiple seasons. Yeah, yeah. Easy. Truth, truthful. Easy. We thought we'd remake it. Now, this is The Bachelor. Australia actually wants. Yeah, you know, growing up, like, mum and dad used to fight like cats and dogs all the time. Dad would go to the pub, knew he wouldn't be allowed to, so wouldn't tell mum. When he rocked up home blind at 10.30, she'd throw all of the stuff over the balcony and be like, F***s off, day, come back! You know, things would cool down the next day and they'd all be sweet, so I'm kind of just looking for someone who'll forgive me like that, you know? He'd also buy lots of expensive cars that we couldn't afford, which meant we didn't really ever get to pay our school fees or anything. So mum always said that was okay in the end because, you know, when he died, she'd sell his cars and get the money back. So, yeah, someone who loves me for me is what I'm after, you know. Where'd I put me durries? I'd watch that. And then you take like, off your top and you got like a dad's bod and then you swim in the ocean. But you don't dive in the pool that they've got there. You do belly a flop. big belly flop or a bomb and go, woo! And, you, and your bathers are coming down and you're showing your ass crack. Uh, grab good. us a beer, love. Grab us a beer. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Forgive me for being so inquisitive. Do you mind? Do you mind, do you mind if I ask you a personal question? Yeah, I love this segment. Uh, This is where all the walls go down and no one is offended. Because if you meet people, we live in a society now where if someone is a bit different to you, you don't ask questions and get to know them because Mm. you're like, oh, they might get offended by that. Do you mind if I ask is simply, here's who I am, ask anything. We're about to meet Jenny. When you hear Jenny's story, I want you to call 131060 instantly with the first question that comes to mind if you met her on the street. Now, Jenny. Morning. <laughs> you're from Toowoomba, and I want to know my first question. I'll explain why. How many times have you asked people or they've made the joke, do you not own a TV? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a little bit old, that one. Mm. Yeah. Because you have how many children? Hubby and I have 16 children. That is. Okay. Wow. So the ages vary from how old is the eldest and the youngest? Okay, so our oldest is 31, and our youngest just turned seven. Okay. Do you forget their names? Oh, yeah. Yeah, cool. It's just because I have three, and I'm constantly going, what's your name? And Yeah. You just sort of go, hey, you, come here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just did some quick maths, Jenny, and maybe you can um, see if I'm correct or not, but that would mean that you have spent 12 years of your life pregnant. That's correct. Wow. Any twins? No, they're all singletons. Thank goodness, because that would have ruined my maths. Yeah, I know. I just was that. So, so did you always plan on having a big family? No, I actually didn't want any children. What? <laughs> so how did you get to 16 children? Uh, same way as everyone else. Bottle of vodka? You big drinker, are you, Jenny? Um, so, no, because uh, most people, you know, have the three and then they might jump to the fourth. You know, surely you would hit six and be like, nah, now, now we stop. Like, to go all the way to 16, at any point did you and your husband go, we should wrap this up? Or are you still even going? Uh, no, we never sort of thought, no, we should stop here. Um, I think it just, the more kids that came along, the more fun it got. So we just went, you know, it's only going to get better from here. Mm. 
So, uh, yeah. <laughs> They're all his, by the way, right? Yes, okay. yes. Yeah. Can I ask the basics? Because we always talk about, you know, the show, the groceries, and I don't know, um, I'm guessing maybe a few of them don't live at home anymore? Yeah, we've only got um, 10 of the kids living at home now. So, you know, the older ones have either moved out or they've gotten married and they have their own families now. So now's a season of grandbabies coming, which is amazing. Oh, yeah. oh my God, I didn't even think of that. Okay, um, but how much do you spend on groceries a week? Uh, look, we try and keep it to that five, six hundred dollars a week. We um, we could be feeding anything from ten or twelve people per meal up to twenty-five people per meal at any one time. So <laughs> mm. you didn't plan on it, but you love it now. I wouldn't change it for anything. It is just absolutely amazing, and and I mean, you know, obviously age is going to step in here and say no more babies. But if we were blessed again, we'd be awfully happy. <laughs> Do you mind if I ask, Jenny? Mm-hmm. Do you have a mental problem? <laughs> <laughs> I'm only joking. Do you like, <laughs> I mean, you're, does it, has it been easier, each kid you have? Um, it's, it's different. It's, it's not so much easier. I think, you know, welcoming in a new baby each time, because you've done it before, you just go, yep, we can adjust to this. Mm. Um, but, but each child brings along its own challenges and, <laughs> you know, mm. so... Parenting's hard work, you know, whether you've got one or two kids or whether you've got 20 kids, it's hard work. Mm. I have heard say, you know, that people that have like five or six, they say the more you have, the easier it gets. Well, I think it's just because you're just adding an extra plate or doing an extra load of washing and and those sorts of things. So that side of it gets easier. But, Mm. no, those those babies grow up and, and that's when the challenges begin, so... Because I'm always a sucker when my kids have got older. I like seeing them with the youngest because the, there's an age gap of like seven or eight. So it's been quite helpful. Have the eldest, um, had, did, had they sort of step up and they help with the younger ones? Well, I think, you know, we're just a family. So yeah. we're a big team. So everyone's got to pitch in and help somewhere along the line. Mm. Um, you know, it's it, it, it gets a bit, uh, bit busy sometimes and, <laughs> and a bit much. And, you know, the noise and and the schedules and everything else. But I think if everyone sort of coordinates together and, and helps out, it makes life a little bit easier. Yeah. Jared, you're on with Jenny. What is your question? Hi, Jenny. Do you mind if I ask what car you drive or do you just drive a minibus? Yeah, we went uh, from like the 12-seater high ace to we drive a 16-seater bus now. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> wow, we. Enjoy it. <laughs> did you have to get a uh, separate licence for that? I did, yes. I had to go yeah. on the License. Wow. <laughs> Did you say you hire it or you own a bus now? No, we actually bought it. We bought it after baby number 11. So we must have had an idea in our head at that point that, yes, we would <laughs> outgrow the other vehicle. Yeah, so you'd need a heavy license, heavy vehicle license to be able to operate that. Yes, yeah, a truck one, yes. <laughs> yeah. Wow. You, you have your own school bus. <laughs> This is extraordinary. <laughs> Isn't it? Uh, okay, Angela, you're on the line with Jenny, who's got 16 children. What's your first question that comes to your mind? Hey, Jenny, do you mind if I ask, how much government assistance do you get having 16 kids? Hi, Angela. Um, look, we, um, I think there's a misconception that all big families are, like, living off the, the back of taxpayers. So... Um, you know, most big families I know, including ourselves and that, don't do that. I mean, everyone here works. So um, little minor bits of, of benefits 
um, will come to big families. But um, I find that most most of us all we we all work, so we're supporting ourselves. We are the taxpayer. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, but do you guys not get money <laughs> for having the... so many kids? Um, over the years, we have had some some benefit, yes. But it's not what people work out for themselves. We had a, a an article the other day, and somebody tried to work out what big families would be receiving, and I was like, wow. <laughs> Right. right. Really? <laughs> You're like, maybe we're not big enough. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's true. <laughs> right. And because the other thing is, were you having children through um, when they were given out like the, the thousand bucks for a baby? What was a that? $5,000 baby bonus. Baby bonus. Yeah. Years and years. <laughs> We've had plenty of babies with no bonus. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. But what about, do, have any of them gone to childcare over the years? No, no, I've been very blessed. Um, hubby's worked very hard and supported us well over the years, and I've been able to stay at home and um, and look after the kids. Wow, yeah, well right. done. Yeah. Right. yeah, there is a misconception, isn't it, that when you see large families, it's like, oh, well, no one works, they're just living off the, the taxpayer, but you're sort of saying, well, no, you might get some cuts for benefits, but you still support yourself. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Amy's on from Crestmead. What's your question for Jenny, Amy? Hi, Jenny. Do you mind if I ask you about how do you get alone time with your hubby? Are you still intimate, affectionate? Um, yep. Yeah. <laughs> 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 we, um, I mean, again, it's it's about being intentional <laughs> about these things, and we actually take the time to still date each other, and it doesn't have to be big fancy dates. Um, we might just go out and have a milkshake and sit in a car park someplace or, um, you know, spend time watching a movie together. Um, and occasionally we will try and get away for an overnight date as well. well because I mean, ultimately all the kids grow up and move away and then it's just you and hubby again. Very so good hub- point. Very yeah. good point. Picnic point there at Toowoomba. Oh, look, picnic point's beautiful, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> it's the known spot. When you first fall in love with someone, right. uh, I'm married to a Toowoomba girl, Jenny, so I know these uh, little tricks of the trade. Uh, let's go to Tamara. She's on with us right now. Um, we're speaking to Jenny, who is the mum to 16 children. What's your question, Tamara? Good morning. Jenny, do you mind if I ask, how is your downstairs? I just have to know. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> How can I answer this on a radio? Um, I would say some women are made to have a lot of babies and some aren't. And I've been very blessed to not have any issues in that area. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was clearly made to have a lot of babies and I think I'm just very lucky with that. So. Wow. <laughs> you, your 16th baby, was it a shorter delivery? Like, Can you imagine how much was the labour for your first? How long? Uh, first one was... Oh, about 10 hours, I think. We've had 241 and a half hours worth of labour for all the babies. Um, the last one, we went in thinking we were just going to have another normal delivery like we had with all the others. And we'd been in labour for quite a long time. And when they checked, we discovered that the um, umbilical cord was out ahead of the baby. Mm. And I was rushed in for an emergency caesarean. So that was my first caesarean and only Oh, wow. That would have been quite a different experience for you and quite scary. It was very scary. Yeah. yeah. Taking you out of your comfort of what you actually know. Yeah, right. Definitely. <laughs> wow.
Well, you're an amazing woman, Jenny. Um, I know how hard it is for me and my wife with our three children. So you're smiling and laughing, and I, I was expecting you to sound a lot more tired, if I'm honest with you. Mum <laughs> to 16, uh, thank you so much for coming on for Do You Mind If I Ask this morning? It's been a pleasure. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Stab Abby and Matt. Save my marriage. Yeah, there are unbelievable statistics when it comes to divorce in this country. Around 50,000 divorces are granted each year, um, and it's going up and up, especially since COVID as well. We have a beautiful couple who are so brave, and I, I hear them. So many people are hearing them on the air going, I cannot believe how brave they are to tell their story about the fact that their marriage is on the rocks. Will they work it out or will they walk away? It's all coming down to decision day. Cam and Frankie are back in the studio with us this morning. Good morning, guys. Good morning. Good morning. You know, a lot of people don't talk about the problems, but I've been amazed by how many people have gone, listening to your story, we're going through the same. Mm. Seems like so many, they're common themes, but yet we just don't seem to talk about it as much. Mm. I've had a lot of people go, oh my God, my partner doesn't kiss me or look me in the eyes. So they're actually trying to implement some of these things. So thanks for letting us live through you guys. (laughs) That's okay. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So we've done some counselling sessions and there's still more to come. Yesterday, we heard the date, the first date that you guys went on in how many years? Probably 21 or longer. Yeah, a few decades. Right. Did you date much when before you were married? Before we had kids, yeah. Yeah, before you had kids, yeah. I hear you, yeah. brother. Every opportunity <laughs> date, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So we've got a, a little breakdown. We heard it yesterday. We're going to play replay a bit of the audio now. You guys were very flirty. You got very flirty at the start, <laughs> um, but then things did take a bit of a turn at the end and where we left it yesterday was you guys in the middle of a fight. So uh, let's hear the date. Maroon, Sonti, is it ever a good night? Tell them I love you both. We're so blessed. We were driving in the car and they were going, Mum, are you excited for tonight with Dad? And I said, yep. And I was like doing this move. I was saying, I'm a sexy, I'm a sexy on me, a sexy on you, and then... You better keep those moves. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What are you looking at that for? I didn't mean to have my phone, I just wanted to take a photo of the food because it's so delicious. Got an empty plate. No, there's lamb here. Now, you want to eat it? Oh, jeez, I'm still going to eat mine. Come on, big boy, you can eat it. Big boy. <laughs> okay, first up... Let's talk about the immense amount of flirting that was going on, big boy. Um, <laughs> Felt like school kids. <laughs> is that only because of the day? Like, are you ever like that at home, or can you remember a time? We were before, when we used to eat. We had fun at the table, but now it's just to... Literally to eat. Nothing here, just to <laughs> yeah. eat. Mm. We did a lot of flirting before. Yeah. yeah. A lot. We were From afar. Get to finish the food. Mm. <laughs> how how did it did it, did it feel though having that interaction because you were both alone no kids were there it felt strange it felt strange we felt um I think we felt um, jittery mm. like yeah. oh it's only us <laughs> wow what are we yeah. gonna do in this room <laughs> at first yeah did you think about what you were gonna wear oh definitely I so did 
I was thinking about it every day. Oh my gosh, what am I going to wear for him? I need to wear something nice for him. I can't just wear the usual stuff. Well, that you I get wear. into mum's wear. <clears throat> do you know what I mean? I know. <laughs> clothes. Yeah. Tights. Hair yeah. up in a bun. Yeah. It's the easy option. But you <laughs> actually. No, I was asking Cam. Yeah, Cam was the same. <laughs> <laughs> and that's him who he was talking week. about. He's always in tights, <laughs> hair up in a bun. <laughs> <laughs> but it was, it was nice, I guess, to make an effort. And it sounds silly, but to actually flirt with your partner again mm. makes you feel a bit alive. Yeah. Yeah, for and, sure. And it was funny too. Mm. <laughs> you should call him Big Boy all the time. <laughs> Is that something you would like? <laughs> do you guys, actually? Do you guys? Did you do you have pet names for each other? <laughs> oh my god! Oh, oh it's no! Like you can't oh say my it. god! Did you just we, turn into? We used to mm. a lot. Mm. Any uh, you can say on radio. Yep. Yep. Yeah, what did you used to say, call her? I used to call her Pumpkin. Pumpkin, yeah. or cute. And what did you? Used why, to call why Pumpkin? <laughs> oh, she was a bit voluptuous when I first met her, but... <laughs> oh, booty reference, eh? Hey? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's good. And yeah. what about you? What was the nickname for him? Oh, I had two. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. um, I got told to stop calling him the first one, which was Mole. <laughs> okay, yeah. Okay. Yeah, just call him Mole. Mm-hmm. And then um, I called him Butthead. <laughs> okay. That's obviously some sort of cultural reference we're missing. Um. <laughs> but why did you stop calling each other nicknames? Because nicknames are affectionate. It's like your set, your individual code for you guys. It's a connection you have. So obviously you stopped because it wasn't, you weren't being nice to each other. Mm. Yeah, probably. Yeah, it turned into calling each other by our real names, you know, yeah. like Cam, mm. Frankie. And well, you, you know yourself, when you're talking to the kids, you'll be like, hey, darling, or, you know, yeah. you use a little nickname. When they're in trouble, you use their full name. Mm. Yep. Yeah, well, that that was a lot of times, so it's the full name, you know. Um, it's like a passive-aggressive way. Out. Yeah, mm. yeah, mm. pretty much. Well, hang there. When we come back, there was an argument, and that's where we heard up till yesterday, and I believe Cam stormed off. Um, we're going to find out what happened there um, when we come back. Stand by. This is Save My Marriage here at B105. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Stab Abby and Matt. Save My Marriage. Save my marriage. Cam and Frankie are in the studio with us. Uh, they put their hand up and they said, we're about to walk away. Can they work things out? That's what Save My Marriage is all about. And they have been on their first date in 20 years. And we just heard all the flirting um, before. And I really hope your kids heard that because that's going to make them feel them. very uncomfortable. <laughs> they need to hear. Good, good uncomfortable. Yes. Uh, but there was an argument with you guys. Um, a lot about what it, you weren't even saying, I guess. This was it. This is the first time I've told you this. When I moved to Australia, I didn't think you were going to come. Mm. And I actually thought the only reason why you came was because you got forced. He's just with me because we got kids. Like, what, are you angry? I'm not angry. Then what? You're trying to make me sound bad. Then what? I already told you, man. You already know. I keep my personal stuff to myself. We can't talk like this. How can we talk? I need to talk. How am I supposed to talk to you? But you don't like what I'm saying. How do you know that? Because I can see it on your face. Don't start saying stuff, man. Now, how how did that end? Because you, you walked off. I don't know if <laughs> Frankie came. You walked off. I don't know if Frankie was like, is he coming back? I did think, is he coming back? Or is he going to stay out a little bit longer? Um... I was just like, 
playing with my fingers, going, mm, looking at the door. Mm. And he walks back in. Yeah, I just had to have a little bit of a f- f- get out and think. Because I didn't really know how to answer it at that time, and I still didn't know when I got back. But when I got back, she said it was all right. I didn't have to answer it at that time, which mm. relieved me. And then it was gone. You don't like confrontation? No. Mm. No. Yeah. And I could tell he was uncomfortable, so I took upon the tools that I've been learning in our yeah. marriage counselling, and I just, you know, grabbed him by the hand and I just patted him and I just said, it's okay, you don't have to answer right now. Because sometimes right. you want the reassurance. All the time. All the time, and he obviously doesn't have the words for it, Cam, or you don't yeah, want to say it at the time. Yeah, and I don't want to say it the wrong way, and it yeah. turns out really, really bad. Mm. Because then she'll push you away, rather yeah. than just going, okay, mm. maybe you'll have time for it. And then, I'll, and then I, I start feeling like, oh, he doesn't care. Mm. Yeah. You know, so it was a challenging moment. Mm-hmm. It was a challenging moment for both of us, and I, I don't think that was a bad thing. That's a great thing. What, what do you think? How, how would that have ended um, before the counselling, do you think? I wouldn't have came oh. back for a while. Wow. Yeah. I, I normally leave and drive, even if I go away for six hours or more. Right. Then I'll go back, and then just, yeah, we, it's the silent treatment, and I don't want to hurt again, or else I'll leave again. That's a long time for you to be stressed about him going. Like, what do you think when those hours when he disappears? You just get anger built up? Or? No, I actually enjoy it. I like it because I'm angry. Yeah, okay. I'm already angry. By the time he comes back, I'm ready to, like, rah, <laughs> to, you know, rah, to go again. But then then I still do, and then he walks off, and and then we just both cut each other off. Mm. That's it. Silent treatment for a day, two days, three days, four days, week. Well, this is great progress, and that's fantastic. Mm, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. It was definitely a challenge. Mm. Can I ask how the date finished? Well, I'm just sitting here waiting to find <laughs> out. Because <laughs> Cam did have a surprise. Yeah, yeah, Cam told us that you had booked a surprise. Oh, yeah. What was the surprise? We didn't. You didn't tell us what it was going to oh, be. Yeah, I, I booked us a room at the Great Northern, uh, Great Southern <laughs> Hotel, and um, I arranged the kids to be looked after. Ah. Oh, my God. That's it. You don't need any more counselling. You can live on that for three years. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And you know what? And that's the thing. That was all all organised. And had you not come back from the fight, that all that would have been ruined. Mm. Yeah. yeah. So I guess the question is, did we stay at the hotel after the date? <laughs> we sure did. Yeah. No further questions, Your Honour. <laughs> we were supposed to clock out at 10 o'clock and it was five past ten. <laughs> <laughs> Calm down. Uh, Calm down. Uh, That's great. That. We had a great time. Because we didn't tell Cam to do that. How does that make you feel that he's gone and taken that extra step? Oh, I was actually uh, shocked. Uh, straight away I said, how did you do this? Mm. How did you do all this organising and how did you go, how did I not know? How come, <laughs> how come the kids knew and I didn't? Uh, like, you know, how did you just keep it a secret? And I just said, oh. <laughs> it's so nice when someone takes the initiative. Oh, takes the lead. Yeah, yeah it's, it's so hot. nice. Yeah. Mm. How was it going back and seeing the kids? Did they notice a difference in you guys coming back all flirty and all? <laughs> 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 oh, yeah. They come running out to us. Like, hi, Mum. Hi, Dad. Big hugs, big kisses. You know, they had the house all nice and clean. Did you just have a great oh. time? Yes, we did. And I said, we've decided to have more children. And they were like, no, no way. You aren't having any more children. I said, oh, I'm only joking. We had a good we had a great time, That's Dad great. and I. Well, That's I was going to say, I think we've taken this too far. <laughs> <laughs> we've always wanted to be one of my baby. Yeah, yeah. It's so nice seeing you 
you laugh so much, Pam. Mm. Like you feel like you've, maybe it's just looking at you guys, but since we've known you, it's like you've got um, weight off your shoulders. I have. Um, since this whole thing started, like you know, the first time I came in, I was just a yeah, nah, okay. Your arms were crossed maybe. and you really didn't want to talk. Yeah, but all of this whole experience has taught me how to open up and actually let people in, especially my wife. But now I have, like, I have trust. Yeah. So when we were on our dinner date, I felt like I could trust him and feel comfortable with him to be able to ask him a question that I've been holding on for ye- holding on to for years. Mm. Yeah. Because I haven't been able to ask him that, and it's a question that I wanted to ask him, and I, I don't want that laying undercover. Mm. I yeah. want to get it out because I want everything out on the table. Well, um, we've made heaps of progress here. Um, of course, this is not just a, a quick quick fix. Mm. Um, you guys do, now that we've worked through the communication, you've got other sessions that are going to happen um, individually with Dr. Love, our relationship expert, and we've still got some other things to cover with you guys, but we are so proud of you and so happy with the progress so far, and we cannot wait to see what happens next. Great. Thank you. Mm. All right, Thank good you. on you. Thanks, guys. Uh, Cam and Frankie, you can hear all of the sessions and everything. There's a lot you can actually learn for your own relationship. Go to the listener app, download um, the extended podcasts of Save My Marriage right now. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. But last night... The games of the 35th Olympiad are awarded to Brisbane, Australia. <laughs> fireworks, fireworks, fireworks. Uh, it was exciting news, and I don't know if you had the same conversation in your household, which is... Who's going to do what sport and how old you're going to be? Mm. Because uh, Finlay's decided he's going in the tennis, mm-hmm. so he'll oh, be yeah, he'll be he'll be twenty. It's a good choice. Yeah, so he'll be twenty at that age, and I thought that's fine. Uh, Jagger wants to do AFL. I tried to explain that's Australian rules, but he's adamant. If you work backwards, so it's in eleven years. Yeah. The average age of an Olympian, like if you think of our swimmers and stuff, they're usually sort of twenty-two to twenty-five. So really, they're younger I think for swimming. Well, the age of any Olympians generally, like even seventeen. Yeah, from eighteen. Through to oh, yeah, yeah. yeah but in the in your peak when yeah. you're like gold medaling, they usually well, the get divers to there. are only like fifteen. Mm-hmm. We'll take any age. Um, but if you work it back, so think eleven years. So if you're say f- six or seven at the moment, mm-hmm. that is you are a twenty thirty two Olympian. So when you're going to swimming squad in the morning, you don't want to go. Mm. Think of your inspiration as you could be one of the swimmers mm. if you train hard enough. That's what you do. You just say, what, what are you? What stroke do you do? I'm, I'm an Olympian. For twenty thirty two, future striker. So thirteen ten sixty. Tell us what you're going to compete in. I'm bang on for the lawn bowls. No, they're not. They're really good athletes, actually. Uh, are they? All they do is kneel down. They're pretty good though. Mm. They're you actually can... fatty, like chubby blokes these days. They like... have the darts <laughs> in. Um... No, no, they, they don't did. smoke. I love the oh, darts. They have the darts in the Olympics. I don't at all. I think so. Oh. You can do oh. shooting. Yeah. Check that. Shooting. Do you know, I, I thought, think you're out, mate. Anyway. I think you'll be 50, what, 55, 60, 65? I thought I was a champion shooter. The first time I ever shot a gun mm-hmm. was at my mate's property. He's got a clay thing. Oh, yeah. Um, clay pigeon or whatever. And he sent it up. Bang, got it. Next one. Bang, got it. And I was like, oh, my God. I am amazing. Did you see that? And he was like, it's a shotgun. I was like, yeah, I know. No, no. Bang. <laughs> I, like, straight, the bullet went straight through the clay disc. Mm. He's like, no, a shotgun sprays. Braves. So there's a really wide spray in it. Oh. I thought I shot one bullet and it went straight through the middle of the plate. And I was like, 
I'm not even trying. I didn't, Bang. I didn't know that. You could have just left with you got I, it every I, time. I had no idea So either. if you've got a kid who's in the car with you at the moment, <laughs> you're driving them to school, we want to know what Olympics they're going to be doing. 13, 10, 60. Are darts in the Olympics? No, but they might be in the 2024. There we hey. go. What we're thinking here is if we speak to the kids who are hoping to be in the 2032 Olympics, in 2032 we can get out this audio and be like, we had the exclusive. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. The International Olympic Committee has the honour to announce that the Games of the 35th Olympiad are awarded to Brisbane, Australia. Yeah, it is the biggest sporting event in the world, and yes, we are going to host it. And we want to know right now, who are the Olympians that are going to be entering? Uh, we figured that they're in their prime, in primary school at the moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. But 2032, what sports are you going to enter in? Nine-year-old Phoenix, uh, welcome to the show, Olympian of the future. Thanks. Well, what sport are you going to be competing in, Phoenix? Athletics. Mm-hmm. Athletics. You, you, you good? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, we'll talk, talk it up, mate. Talk us up. What have, what, what have you won at, at school uh, sports day? Um, I broke some records. Oh. That's good. Is, is it running or high jump? What sort of? Um, running. Running. Okay. And long jump and high oh, jump. Yeah, okay, all cool. Oh, good. That's what, good. What's your specialty? One, two, eight hundred? One and two. Yeah, and yeah. long jump, long jump. Yeah, got yeah. a sprinter there. All right, good on you. Uh, yeah. Great Easy to have you on the remember show. Too. Remember Phoenix in twenty thirty two. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep, yep. Uh, <laughs> all right, we are speaking to the Olympians of the twenty thirty two Olympics here in Brisbane. We're getting the exclusive before anybody else. They haven't got their uniforms yet because they be, don't fit them. Yeah, <laughs> That's fit them, a good but, point. Uh, <laughs> they can grow into them later. Harmony, you're thirteen years of age. What are you going to compete in? Um, gymnastics. Oh, I love the gymnastics. And what's your favourite? Is it the beam or the rhythm? Rhythm? Is it R- the rhythmic. Rhythmic? Um, it's the bars. Oh, the, the bars. bars. I love the bars. Yes, the bars yeah, yeah. Mm. Is, is there any... uneven bars or is it just one bar? It's uneven. uneven bars, mm. yeah. Is there anything more satisfying for a gymnast, um, Harmony, that when you stick that landing? Because I always, you see their faces when they stick it hard and they put mm. their hands up, they're like, yeah, yes. I rocked it. God, I'm good. <laughs> Um, not sure. Not sure, yeah. <laughs> See, I even like when you start and you get the chalk and you do that. Ah, uh, the chalk. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's get yeah. down like to business. drop for me, yeah. Mm. Uh, 11-year-old Wyatt, you are an Olympian of the future. We've got the exclusive chat with you now. What event are you going to win at the 2032 Olympics? Wyatt. Hey, Wyatt. Right. 11 years uh, of age. Oh, it says, a producer said that he's doing boxing. Yeah, busy training. Sorry, he's got mm. no time to wait boxing. around for us. Wow. All right, uh, Mikhail. Are you Hello. 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 Hey, what uh, sport Hello. are you going to compete in for the uh, 2032? Basketball. Yes. Mm, okay. Yeah, are you tall? Um, yes. Yeah, naturally. Yeah. And it's going to get taller. Obviously, That's we're going to give um, his, his, his spurt. We'll give some of these um, Olympians some media training. Uh, Jade, <laughs> hi, Jade. You're 13. What are you going to compete in? Cheerleading. I didn't even realise it was cheerleading in, in the Olympics. Is it? It's, it was announced yesterday <gasps> that it is coming to Olympics. 
Oh, wow. that's exciting. Yeah, because I didn't even know surfing was, but apparently surfing's making its debut for this Olympics. So there'll be a lot more introduced. That's good. The best Kate. thing about announcing that cheerleading is going to be in the Olympics is the celebration would be fantastic. Oh, it would. Yeah. <laughs> give us your best cheer, Jade. Pardon? Give us you do it like give us one of your cheers that you do now. Don't you have like a you know, be aggressive. Be, um, be aggressive. Um, I can give you my chance for my team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Five, six, seven, eight. We are leopard, we are proud. We stand out in every crowd. Leopard. Ha! Oh, give it a go. Oh, give it a go. There we go. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. As another show draws to a close, Stav, Abby and Matt take a moment to reflect. You guys know that my pet hate is someone uh, throwing a cigarette butt out the window. Because I've got no problems with people smoking. Go for it. You can afford it. Do your own thing. It's your car. It's your life. It's your whatever. But it's just when you're in the middle of traffic and it's busy, they know that everyone's seen them do it. They just don't care. And I'm with the kids and they're like, that's littering. What are you going to do about it? I was like, what are you going to do about it? Pick it up (laughs) and flick it back in the window. No, so I did a beep, but just like a happy beep, not like an aggressive beep. Like, oh, sorry, you. Don't do it. And they weren't like, you know, like I've done anything wrong. So I was like, oh, you know there's a website you can report them? Yeah. You can go through all the details, and I like to remember number plates and cars because I always feel like I'm in some sort of detective movie. (laughs) But then it's like at the end, would you be willing to testify against him in court? Give you details. You're like, nah. (laughs) Not going to go that far. Depends. You're offering witness protection. (laughs) (laughs) Jane Smith reported it. Thanks, but no thanks. We've been celebrating it all morning. Uh, everyone is excited. 2032, Brisbane is going to host the Olympic Games. Fantastic for our city. Mm. They take a vote of the Olympic Committee, and um, if it's the majority, because it's out of 80, if you get the majority, then you get it. Out of the 80 committee members, there was three that were absent. Mm. There was five that didn't vote for Brisbane. Mm. So do you jerk faces, <laughs> the five of you, whoever you are. I really want to know who you are. There, there have to be the other people, because Jakarta put their name up for it. Oh, they were hoping, but yeah. But, but you wouldn't, you wouldn't, no, like, you have to vote it. for yourself. <laughs> and then what were the other ones? There were a few others, so they're, they're the, probably the five. To the five <laughs> who you, you never were going to win. You knew you weren't, because you chatted to all your buddies. You tried to convince <laughs> them to sway with you, and they said, nah, champ, not going to happen. Palaszczuk's here. Thanks, losers. <laughs> but no thanks. Kat and I do on our show again in the Brisbane Comedy Festival. He said, she said. All new material, Abby. Mm, thank you. It's great. It was just for you. I haven't seen the old one, so you can roll out the, the old stuff. All new material? Or do I go, heard that? You can do that if you want. If you want to bring down the wrath of... My wife at hecklers, you know what she's like if someone heckles. Yeah. Oh, that I'd like to see. Mm. I might. I actually. The only thing I'm good at is insults. <laughs> we were running through our show the other day and Rory was home and she said, what are you guys doing? I said, well, we're practicing our show. We've got to get it right. She goes, what are you doing? So, well, I make people laugh for a living. Rory said, well, you obviously don't bring your work home with you, do you? <laughs> well played. She's funny. <laughs> <laughs> it's good observational humor. It's, yeah, great. Yeah, I did have to go well played. But thanks, but no thanks. Quick question on that. When you do it, mm. do you guys stand there and pretend like there's a full crowd or is it just like a little table read? Not yet. We're just at the table read. But we will get up and do it because you've got to block yeah. it out. We'll walk around and stuff. and yeah. Make it seem like pretend like you're on stage. Mm. Can you guys um, mm. couple dress? No. 
not going to go samesies. That would be that would just no. be my day. Like matching. he'll wear what Cat tells him to. Yeah. <laughs> Hello. Brisbane wakes up with Staff Abby and Matt on B105.